Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's a Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good people. Welcome, welcome. It's Friday. You made it. We are officially at the end of the week. Natch, we made it, dude. What plans? What, what are the plans for this weekend? Mm, I have a family... Land and that's, I think. all right, an excuse to get drunk. Well, not too much. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, me neither. I don't know why I keep asking this question because I never have plans. I really want to go and see the Marvels. I don't know, Marvel. Just when I got out, they dragged me back in. I just I saw the trailer for the new Marvel movie. God, mate, it looks pretty good, man. <laughs> I'm gonna reserve my um, uh, I'm gonna reserve my judgment until I've seen some reviews, I guess. But yeah, that's coming out this weekend. I don't know if I'm gonna go and see it though. <clears throat> I've still got a lot of writing and personal work to do. And by the way, guys, if you're not members of my Patreon, you should get on that. You can do it for free. Patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. Um, lots of good stuff coming up on there over the next. Um, why not? For, for, from now until forever. Um, let's see. It, it's uh, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning, and they prepared an amazing show for us. In 100 Humans, we ask them to name a stereotype about teenagers that is often untrue. Um, in today's Complete the News, we'll find out the surprising effect helicopters are having on crocodiles. <laughs> A lot crocodile heavy news recently. I don't know why. Um, I think it's because I just learned how to say caiman. No, actually, caiman is alligator, not cocodrilo. Cocodrilo is croc- crocodile. Oh, yeah. No, no need for any of that on that. You do. You take it easy over there. <laughs> and today we're going to finish off. We're going to finish off the um, the unpopular opinions with regards to beauty, um, personal. I don't. I, I guess. Um, but, uh, beauty standards. We're going to finish off today's unpopular opinion with quite an unpopular opinion according to um, Instagram. And that is that beauty is not subjective. La belleza, la belleza no es subjetiva. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People hated this one. <laughs> but this will be the end for now um, on the topic of beauty and beauty standards. Um, how are we doing, Laucara? Good morning. Good morning, Vero. Morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. She says, good morning, Min. How are we doing out there, folks? Um, I'll tell you what, guys. I'm here. You're here. Let's see what's going on in the world, shall we? Um, All right. The actor's strike is over, friends. Finally. (laughs) I haven't... I've got to be honest with you. The actor's strike affected me um, 0%. I actually, I actually did not care whatsoever. In fact, I'm one of the few people who thinks, you know, why, why should actors have more protections against AI and the development of new technology than, you know, than a supermarket checkout person or a miner? <laughs> you know, but whatever. They're back. They're back. And um, hot off the heels of the actor strike ending, Jared Leto. We've got some entertainment news. Jared Leto is in the news. Can you guess why, Natch? No. You know Jared Leto is, though, yes, right? Uh, actor. The, the actor. He's about a million years old, and he looks like a 13-year-old. I don't know how he does it. Um, <clears throat> the man from Morbius, the, the failed Marvel project. 
Actually, I think it was a Sony Pictures project. Um, yeah, Jared Leto uh, climbs the Empire State Building. <laughs> I wish I was joking. No, you heard it right, friends. It wasn't King Kong. It was Jared Leto. Um, why did Jared Leto climb the Empire State Building from ASUSA.com? Jared Leto, known for his acting and music career, recently made headlines by becoming the first ever person the first person to climb the Empire State Building in New York. He shares that. Doesn't he share that um, that achievement with um, a, a gigantic gorilla? I think he does. Um, this feat was part of a promotional event for the upcoming world tour of his band, 30 Seconds to Mars. You're a fan of 30 Seconds to Mars, Natch? Do you know any of their songs? <laughs> I, I think I know one song. Which, which one is it? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah me neither. Yeah, such such an influential person. I mean, it, it, it's true. I mean, I used to think he was one of the one of the greatest actors when he did. He was in Dallas Buyers Club. He was really great in that. He's been in a bunch of movies. That I thought, wow, this guy can really act. And then I saw the Suicide Squad, <laughs> and the one oh god, the one about the fashion empire. And he just seems like a bit of a. We have a phrase in English, Natch, a tryhard. He's a bit of a tryhard. Um, but anyway, he climbed the Empire State Building. Good for you. Um, the tour named Seasons will start in Argentina, March 2024. Why didn't he climb an Argentinian building in that case? <laughs> Marking the band's first tour in five years, coinciding with their um, sixth studio album release. Does anyone in the chat know 30 Seconds to Mars? Um, Min says they are pretty decent, though. Uh, Min, please in the in the Discord, share with me the best thirty seconds to Mars song. I have no idea. I'm sure I'm aware of their work. I'm sure I've heard it. I've heard a song, and I haven't. You know, my brain hasn't made the connection. Oh, that's Jared Leto. That's the, the worst Joker. <laughs> Good morning, BTI. How are you doing? I'm on the train in the middle of Palencia region. The internet data isn't working properly. Oh, well, Laucara, I appreciate the effort. Uh, Jarayom's with us as well. How are you doing? So there you go. New, um, a new 30 Seconds to Mars album coming for all of you. I, apparently, he's, he's like, it's a very, very famous man. But we're too old. Or we don't care enough. Um, let's see. Let's get into some tech news, shall we? Um, well, I'm going to start. I'm actually going to start with the last piece of news that I have on my list. Because, you know, even today, I still get the comment. Rob, you're exaggerating about artificial intelligence. It's not such a big deal. People, it's not such a big deal. It will never replace humans. All right. Let's get into this piece of news. ChatGPT continues to be one of the fastest growing services ever. <laughs> ChatGPT continues to be one of the fastest growing services ever. I um I obviously have no need for ChatGPT. I have Elves, Proboshow powered by Elves. But if I needed help other than the Elvish kind, I would definitely go to ChatGPT. Um, so here we go. This is why. Um, oh, this is at least some evidence as to um, the proliferation of these tools. ChatGPT. By the way, this article coming from TheVerge.com. Chat GPT sigue siendo uno de los servicios más de más rápido crecimiento. Uh, ChatGPT has rapidly become one of the most swiftly expanding services, reaching a hundred million weekly users in less than a year. 
Announced at OpenAI's first ever developer conference, the platform now has over 2 million developers, including more than 92% of Fortune 500 companies. 92% of the richest, most powerful companies in the world are using ChatGPT. If that doesn't put a little chill down your spine, perhaps it should. Um, OpenAI introduced new features such as a platform for creating custom ChatGPT versions for specific tasks and ChatGPT4 Turbo, which is updated with events up to April 2023 and can handle over 300 pages of text in a single prompt. ChatGPT's growth outpaced major platforms like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, achieving 100 million monthly users in just two months after its launch. Would you subscribe to ChatGPT, Natch? Is it something that interests you? Maybe. Maybe. Not now, but... Yeah, I mean... I'll do. As as time passes, they keep on adding um, functionality to the damn thing that just keeps on making it more and more tempting. Like DALI 3, the image generator. I use DALI 3, by the way, in... um, If you see my YouTube thumbnails... um, those are those are generated with chat um, with Dali three. I'm going to be open with you. I'm going to be honest. It's not the elves didn't draw those. They don't have access to the computer. Just in case they get in touch with the police. <laughs> so so yeah, they're generated with um, Dali three, and I think the quality of those things are amazing. If you want to see those thumbnails, oh Natch, what a subtle plug. <laughs> if you want to see those amazing high quality thumbnails, <laughs> you go to YouTube, the Probo Show. Um, and yeah, so I use um, I use certain functions of um, of ChatGPT for that. And um, and the more they the more they develop, the more useful this tool becomes. It's amazing to me how people kind of negate the the usability of this thing. I think they they listen to news about artificial intelligence and they start to get kind of tech blind, like oh my god, no, confusing. But once you sit there and actually use it, it's just so easy. You know, you can, you can surf the web with it. It'll provide you with links. It's craziness. Craziness. So there you go. Yeah, um, ChatGPT continues to be one of the fastest growing services ever. Ever. Uh, let's see what people are saying in the chat. How are you doing, Jare? On the bridge. Morning, Rob. I just regained consciousness. See, it's chilly there. Yeah, it is. It's cold. I'm wearing a sweater today. It's cold out there, folks. Um, Vero. Come on, Rob. Jared Leto is not so old. He's only 51. 52. He's older than I am, which makes him ancient. <laughs> but he looks like a five-year-old. How is he doing this? Was he is he drinking is he drinking unicorn blood or something? Natch, we need to get on the on the unicorn blood, man. You and I. <laughs> I look like I could be Jared Leto's father. How is that possible? Too handsome. <laughs> we'll talk about this when we get into the unpopular opinion. Okay, a final piece of news here from um, Popular Mechanics. <clears throat> popularmechanics.com all right the, um do you know that have you ever heard of the phrase the singularity match the singularity it rings a bell i don't know how you'd say it in spanish la singularidad maybe maybe um a scientist says the singularity will happen in 2031 that is when most people on planet earth are single no it's not <laughs> Cuando la mayoría de la gente son solteros. The singularity. 
It's not. That's not what the singularity is. Um, the singularity is, well, let's translate that first. Un científico afirma que la singularidad llegará en 2031. Oh, do you say 2031? 2031. Oh, that's self-correction there. You are being so, so... Nivelazo. Come on, dude. A little more generosity with those nivelazos, man. I'm too tired to, to kick the elf today. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Um, the singularity, first of all, what is that? The singularity is um, a phrase that's become a, um, a little more prevalent in, in the modern age. It's when artificial intelligence is no longer controlled by humans. It's when artificial intelligence gains autonomy, the singularity. So let's get into this article. A scientist here claims that it'll happen by 2031. Uh, set your watches, friends. <laughs> it's eight years away. Okay. Um, I'll, be, um, I'll be Jared Leto's age <laughs> by the time that happens. So here we go. The article from Popular Mechanics discusses the concept of the singularity, a point where artificial intelligence surpasses human control, which could be less than a decade away, according to some experts. Um, ben Gortzel, CEO of SingularityNet, believes that artificial intelligence or artificial general intelligence, we've spoken about this in the, um, in the show before, AGI, um, AI that can perform tasks as well as humans, basically. Um, well, hang on, wait, I've lost my space now. Um, that can perform tasks as well as humans is only three to eight years away, a necessary step before the singularity. So first, it gets as intelligent or more than us, and then it takes control of itself. The development of AI is accelerating, driven by various sectors, including military, commercial, and artistic interests. Large language models and companies like Meta, OpenAI, and Elon Musk's XAI are pushing the understanding and knowledge. So there you go, my friends. Woo! Worrying, is it worrying times? Does this kind of news worry you? Hmm. It kind of worries me because, um, not because I'm anti-tech, I'm not a Luddite, I'm not tech-phobic. worries me because um, it seems like our, our leaders are kind of disinterested by the fact that this is happening. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion! Okay, my friends, what even is an unpopular opinion? Well... It's a brain fart. Un pedo cerebral, un pedo mental, una rayada. I share it with you first on my social media. You guys are pine there. But the real decision makers are the wonderful audience joining me in the chat. Today, that's Laurkara, Min, Vero, Born to Iron Man, Jareom, The Bridge, and probably more that aren't chatting. If you are a lurker there, hello, good morning to you. Um, so, today's unpopular opinion is... Actually, quite an unpopular one. Beauty, la, be la belleza, beauty is not subjective. Beauty is not subjective. Hmm. What do you think about this, Natch? Mm. Yeah, for me, it's half and half. Half subjective, uh, half objective. Yeah. Somebody likes things that the other, other wouldn't, but... There are some Who, things that are like in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, then everybody accepts that Brad Pitt is, is handsome <laughs> and Jennifer Lawrence is beautiful. Exactly. So if that's true, 
right? If I if I showed pictures of people, Danny DeVito next to a picture of Brad Pitt exactly. and said, pick the most handsome. Exactly. Yes. I'm pretty sure 99.999% would pick Brad Pitt. Yes. Yet we keep on telling each other, no, beauty is subjective. <laughs> to make ourselves sleep well at night. Let's get into this. Okay, so beauty is is not subjective, is the argument for today. Um, <clears throat> in On Instagram, can you guess what they said? Uh, is not subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, true. You think true? It was actually false. 61% of people said false. No, it is subjective. It is subjective. Lies. All right, let's get into some pros and cons. First of all, the argument saying, no, beauty is subjective. Let's look at this. Different cultures around the world have varying standards and ideals of beauty, which shows that the concept of beauty changes based on societal norms and cultural context. My argument here would be, yes, it does. Like in um, uh, during the Renaissance, during the, the, the artist Rubens, right? He painted women that were voluptuous. Um, that's where we developed the adjective Rubenesque. Um, a lady that, with a bigger, fuller body, right? Rubenesque was an ideal of beauty at that time. But I mean, the the majority of people agreed that that was beautiful. So how are we talking about it being subjective? <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Let's continue. Um, personal preferences, individual tastes differ greatly. What one person finds beautiful, another may not. This personal perspective highlights the subjective nature of beauty. Um, over time, beauty standards have evolved and changed. This fluid fluidity suggests that beauty is not an absolute or universal concept, but is influenced by time and social trends. Um, yeah, again, I can agree with all those statements, but I don't think it argues against it being um, somewhat objective. Let's continue. Um, final point here arguing for beauty being subjective. Beauty extends beyond physical appearance into to include personality traits, talents, and actions. The elves obviously have never been on Tinder. <laughs> you know, just, a, just as a clue, elves, you swipe on the picture, you don't swipe on the love animals. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, people often perceive others as more beautiful based on their behavior or character, which underscores subjectivity. All right. No, these are really good points. I'm being facetious. These are really good points. Well done, elves. Okay. So saying that, yeah, saying that beauty isn't entirely subjective, because obviously there is some part of beauty that is subjective, right? Unless it comes to um, Jennifer Lawrence or Brad Pitt, according to Arnach. (laughs) <laughs> no, I will agree with him there. Why not? Um, so here we go. Some research suggests that certain aspects of beauty, such as facial symmetry or specific body ratios, are universally appealing due to biological instincts related to health and fertility. Hmm. Okay. Um, while personal preferences play a role, the influence of the media and popular culture can shape more uniform idea of beauty, suggesting that there are there are some commonly accepted beauty standards. Humans, despite cultural differences, share many psychological traits. These commonalities can lead to some degree of consciousness, uh, consensus, sorry, about what is considered beautiful. 
And beauty industry often sets and promotes specific beauty standards, influencing societal perceptions and creating a more objective framework for what is considered beautiful. Friends, those are the pros and cons. Now I'm interested in your opinion. Um, I did get some messages on Instagram, people calling me a monster, obviously. <laughs> As they are want to do, Natch, when I say these things. How dare you? I'm a, I'm a special flower. <laughs> All right, hang on a minute. Let's look at the chat here. Um, oh, there are still some people younger than me out there, says the bridge. It's a question of genetics, says Verol. Look at me on my Instagram or Facebook pics. I, do I look like I'm about to turn 43? Yeah, is it genetics, though, or is he drinking unicorn blood? I think he's... Unicornia. I think he's drinking unicorn blood. I can't... I mean, I'm not going to say that's a fact, that Jared Leto hunts and kills unicorns to drink their blood, but it's probably true. It's true. <laughs> okay, let's continue. I'm in a silly mood today. It's Friday, friends. Um, false. What one person considers beautiful may, may be seen by another as not so beautiful. In this case, we should tune the phrase by Ramon de Campo Amor. Um, nothing is truth or a lie. Everything depends on the color of the glass through which you look at it. We could change truth or lie for beautiful or less beautiful. Interesting. Um, can we get um, a probo proof of Vero, by the way? That was a probo approved. Beautifully expressed opinion there. Um, Rob, it's worrying when there are less, di when there is less disinterest in AI than in humans. Hmm. Um, Min, I think it's clearly subjective. Both personal as well as societal standards are different between different groups of people. However, within the subjective framework of your society, it may feel like there's an objective standard of beauty that most people adhere to. Okay, so um, let's get into this. I mean, that's, again, another good po um, comment. Can we get another Probo Proof uh, for Min? Probo Approved. If it weren't objective, there wouldn't be a Miss Universe or whatever. Another thing is the character. True, true, true. Yeah, we're not talking about beauty. Like, we're not talking about inner beauty here, right? We're talking about aesthetic beauty. And there is undeniably certain things that cross cultural boundaries. Again, um, as the elves mentioned there, the symmetry of a face, um, the closer to symmetrical it is, the more appealing we find that face. That has been proven in um, psychological studies. And if that's the case, then how can we argue against a certain amount of objectivity in what we find beautiful? Again, all right, maybe you go to um, a tribe lost in, um, in the Amazon and show them a picture of Brad Pitt and a picture of me or Danny DeVito. And then maybe there'll be some confusion. Maybe there'll be some confusion. But if there is a consensus among a lot of people, then I argue that that in some way is some kind of objectivity. If there's a consensus in the West that Brad Pitt is more good looking than Danny DeVito, then that is, a, is at least a slice of, um, of objectivity. Here's the thing, Natch. Um, do you believe... Um, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you believe that um, man, mankind has um, contributed to climate change. Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah, because um, listening to scientists, there there is objective proof to say so, right? Okay. However, there are thousands of people out there that say, no, it's not real. It's not even happening. Correct? Yes. So does it make it any less of an objective fact? No, no. Exactly. 
So if you want to sit here and argue semantically that no, no, because my, I don't, I find Johnny Depp more attractive than Brad Pitt, then I'm afraid I'm afraid you're you're slipping down a slippery slope. Granted, some aspect of um, what we consider beautiful, like for me, I'm I'm a big fan of. Uh, oh God, I'm a big fan of. That sounds terrible, Nash. <laughs> I love Spanish women. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say, guys? I love Spanish women. I love that look. I love, you know, the dark eyes, the exotic look. I love it. You know, but maybe natural, maybe people born in Spain where that look isn't seen, isn't deemed so exotic, would prefer blonde and. Um, blue-eyed like your typical Jennifer Lawrence. However, no one would argue that Jennifer Lawrence isn't beautiful. Of course she is. No one would argue that Selma Hayek isn't a beautiful woman. No one would argue. So there are so, there are enough commonalities for me to say that yes, there is a certain part of what we consider beautiful that is just an objective truth. And that's my argument today, friends, for that beauty is not subjective. At least not in its entirety. But guys, as Grandpa Bo would say, opinions, they're like buttholes, my friends. Just like buttholes. Everybody has one and they all stink. So I don't care what you, what I think. I care what you in our audience thinks. So I'm going to post the poll in the chat. Beauty is not subjective. And you're going to say true or false. Friends, so many things you could have been doing today. An infinite number of things. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch. And let me tell you something, guys. It means the absolute world. I'll be back in a few short minutes. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show on this beautiful Friday. It's currently 9 a.m. Central European time, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. If you're just tuning in, well, what have we been talking about? Um, we took a brief look at Jared Leto doing a King Kong impersonation. I don't know. What's he doing? What's he doing? Climbing the Empire State Building, this guy. He's <laughs> 52 years old. I know the actor strike is over. You've been bored. Just chill out, Jared. <laughs> you're going to kill yourself. Oh, dear. Um, did you hear about the stunts that he played, Natch, when um, he was playing the Joker in Suicide Squad? Apparently he'd send his, his castmates like dead rats and things. This is a man who's not well, Natch. <laughs> Can be a, the evidence of which is him climbing the Empire State Building. I miss it when rock and roll stars just destroyed hotels, hotel rooms, man. <laughs> they got drunk on stage, you know. Now they're climbing buildings. Um, what else? A scientist says the singularity, la singularidad, the moment where um, AI takes autonomous control of itself. The singularity will happen by 2031. My God, the future is now, friends. Um, and then we finally saw that ChatGPT continues to be one of the fastest growing services ever. Used by 92% of Fortune 500 companies. 
92%, let that sink in, of the most um, important companies on planet Earth, uh, 92% of them are using ChatGPT. Um, 100 million users it gained in its first two months of launch. If you ever question the, 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 the impact AI is having in society, remember those two figures, my friends. All right. And then we went into today's unpopular opinion, which, you know, <laughs> I didn't let you down today. I remained unpopular. Uh, was beauty is not subjective. Let's see, because um, Min was making some good ha arguments here in the chat. Um, let's see. There's been plenty of times where I could think of more beautiful women than Miss Universe, though, says Min in reply in response to Rafalka saying, if it wasn't somewhat objective, there wouldn't be a Miss Universe. And I kind of agree with both points here because it's true. Miss Universe people all look a little the same, don't they? Like they're, you know, they're, they're cut from the same mold. <laughs> so there is some objectivity to what beauty is, right? It's not 100% subjective. Anyway, uh, but Rob, you live in the same societal beauty framework as J-Law. I bet someone from China would see it differently. True. True. But I'm pretty sure a lot of, like, 90% of Western men would find... Um, uh, you know, um, an Asian, a particular Asian model. I can't think of one from the, Lucy Liu, for example. Wowie. Yeah, I had a mad crush on her. Do you remember Lucy Liu, Natch? Uh, I think so. From Charlie's Angels? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get messages about today's show, Natch. <laughs> Brace yourselves. He's a pig, this guy. Um, you know, we could f we could find, agree on a, on, um, on a woman that we would find um, attractive in in of Asian descent. You know what I mean? I think, yes, there is a certain amount of subjectivity. I'm not going to deny that. But there is a lot more objective about beauty than we would care to agree on. And this is not just, I'm not just saying, oh, women, beautiful women. I'm talking about men as well. Like, we, we brought up the um, comparison of, what's his name? Danny DeVito. <laughs> you know who Danny DeVito is, right? He played the penguin in um, the second Batman movie. Danny DeVito. He kind of looks like me. <laughs> there, you know, if you if you showed most women in the West a picture of Danny DeVito and a picture of um, Brad Pitt, I'm sure 99% of them would agree Brad Pitt is the sexier of the two. And if you can achieve that kind of consensus, then there is certainly something, with certainly talking about something, um, objective right? An objective truth. Um, I also brought up climate change. Both Natch and I, we believe that um, that mankind or humankind has contributed in some way to, um, to climate change. However, there are tons of people out there that disagree. Does that make it any less of an objective truth? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Oof, it was a good argument today. I don't know how I pulled that out. The second coffee, it was the magic, it was the magic number. So there you go. So that's, um, so that's the argument. Um, beauty is not subjective. Uh, la belleza no es subjetivo or something like that. I can't remember in Spanish. All right. Um, let's see. Coco Lavender's joining us in the chat. Plenty of women think that big boobs and lips make them more beautiful. And I find that horrible. So each one has his own, its prototype of beauty. It's objective keeps bringing up men and women in the West. Why do you specify, Rob? Well, because my cultural framework is in the West. But just because here in the West, 
a thing is objectively true and maybe um, the opposite in the East doesn't mean it make it less of an objective truth for them, does it? You know? I'm sure there's a very famous um, Asian actress or East Asian actress in Bollywood that um, I don't find attractive, but 90% of Asian men do. Does that make it any less of an objective truth that she fits a beauty standard for them? I don't think it does. I don't think it does. But who cares what I think? No one. <laughs> because I have the results of the poll right here. I said beauty is not subjective. Beauty is not subjective. No es subjetivo. It's an objective. There are objective elements to beauty. And you guys said... Sixty-seven percent false. <laughs> you know what we have here, Natch? A bunch of deluded people. <laughs> no, no, no. I accept it. I accept it. Um, and you know what? There's a there's a lot of truth um, to what you're all saying, to what Min's saying. I'm just here to play devil's advocate. As always, I'm not here to identify some kind of greater truth. That's not what this show is about. This show is 100% about nuance and introducing you to different concepts. I mean, where is it? I mean, I'm not going to say that I, I was lying. I actually do believe that there is objective truth in, in certain beauty standards, that there are certain things that are objectively more beautiful to us, you know, as a, as a group. Um, I do believe that. But there is obviously a massive amount of subjectivity in beauty. I mean, that can that's not that doesn't just go for people, that goes through for for works of art, whether it be music or like maybe you're a fan of Claude Debussy. I'm a fan of Iron Maiden. <laughs> for me, you know, doesn't just because I'm not a fan of Claude Debussy doesn't make it any less beautiful. Anyway. Sounds a lot like my take of subjectivity that sometimes can feel like objectivity says men. So how do we close down this argument? Because, you know, it, is, it has been a sensitive topic this week, right? When we're talking about um, beauty, we've, we've mentioned beauty in all its various aspects from um, the idea of beauty used to market things, whether it be um, in high fashion or the cosmetics industry, um, to what we consider beautiful, to now whether there is truth in beauty or whether there is enough commonality as to what we consider beautiful for it to be considered an objective truth. And here's the truth of where, where I stand on this um, question. I think it's good that we all disagree about this. Because in many ways, friends, beauty is a lie. You know? Even though objectively we, we may agree on certain things, like a certain height in men, or um, a certain bone structure, or a certain symmetry to the face, even though we may agree on certain things. Let's face it, what is beauty, really? If anything, nowadays it seems to be just um, just like a, a mannequin to hang different uh, products on to convince us to buy them, whether it be a face cream, or an item of jewellery, <laughs> or a piece of clothes. Beauty is a lie. Beauty is a lie, friends. You know, a man can shave his beard, wear a different cologne. <laughs> a woman might wear makeup or wear a different perfume. You know, all trying to perpetuate the lie that we are more beautiful than we are. And let me tell you something, friends, especially those of you listening to this show. I think you're all beautiful. I think you're all sexy as hell. Maybe um, if you download the podcast, <laughs> you're, a little, you're a little more sexy than the rest. 
But it's true. It's true. Because there is a massive amount of subjectivity in this, isn't there? Isn't there? Because beauty is not just what's the out on the outside. Beauty is definitely a big part of what what's on the inside. And let's be honest. You know, you can be as beautiful as you want, but if you're um, if you're ugly inside, then it's not going to get you anywhere. All right, on that note, friends, let's go to today's 100 Humans. Our friend with the drills back, Natch. Our friend with the drills back. <laughs> All right, friends, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys, and on that walk... I encountered 100 humans, and I asked them all a question. Today's question is, name a stereotype about teenagers that is often untrue. Name a stereotype about teenagers that is often untrue. I asked them that question, they gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. If you can hear um, if you can hear a rumbling sound, that's not me and the lentils. <laughs> that's some fool upstairs in the studio drilling. Oh my god! Oh, oh, oh it's loud today. All right. As always, friends, we turn our attention to the one and only Oracle sat in the room next to me to uh, kick us off. What do you think? What do you think, Natch? Maybe that they are irresponsible. Ooh, irresponsible. Did anyone say the same thing here in the chat? Um, uh, not really. All right, Natch. Irresponsible. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, sir. And Natch, 23 of 100 humans. It's the number one answer. Um, there's also definitely an objectivity included. Someone um, with a caved-in skull after an accident is definitely universally less wanted. True story. Um, that's obviously more extreme edge cases, yeah. Um, min, uh, the bridge here. And we all know it's all in the eye of the beer holder. <laughs> says the bridge. All right, here we go. Min says that they're lazy. That they're lazy. Hmm. That they're lazy. It's not there, surprisingly enough. Jeez, that would... I mean, from the conversations we've had about Gen Z and the chat have always said lazy, I'm surprised it doesn't appear on the list. But it's not there, friends. Lazy's not there. No empathy, says the bridge. No empathy. The bridge thinks teenagers are sociopaths. <laughs> no empathy. Is it there? No, it's not. Guys. Okay, the bridge here. I'm going to skip down a few just so we get a, a good answer in. <laughs> not that all your answers are good. You all get a participation trophy. The bridge here says rude. They've got bad manners. Is bad manners or rude there? Yes, it is. Well done. Oh, thank God. He stopped drilling for a while, Natch. Jeez, Louise. It's not someone with a drill. It's just someone upstairs has eaten foada. Bean stew. Okay, there we go. Um, it's their third most popular answer. 20 of 100 humans. They're shy. They're too shy, says um, Coco. It's not there. It's not there. 
Um, indifferent. They were indifferent towards the world. Hmm. Yeah, I see where you're going. It's, I, can't, I can't give it to you, man. But it's a good answer, but I can't give it to you. They're sex obsessed. <laughs> just kids. <laughs> Are you just talking about kids? Um, it's not there. Good answer, but not there. They have their hormones are causing a revolution, says Coco. Um, lack of empathy again, says Vero, but that's not there. They are spoiled. They are spoiled. Malcriados. Think that you, would another way to say Malcriado be immature, immaduro? I think so, because we need to move this along. It's there. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, I might be taking liberties, but we I wanna do the I wanna do the complete news. <laughs> Immature is there. Immaduro. Eight of a hundred humans said that one. Relentless. Relentless, says Rafelka. Relentless. No, I'm gonna give you some clues. I'm gonna give you some clues, friends. Um, by the way, Urus said they are spoiled. I think spoiled and immature kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> because I have to. All right, let's go. Um, all right, everyone criticizes um, uh, everyone criticizes younger generations for this, even though we do it ourselves. You know, we're not reading newspapers on the metro, are we, friends? You know, when people are talking, we usually have our eyes fixed on something. What am I talking about, Natch? They are addicted to the phone. That they are addicted to the phone or technology. Well done, sir. Tech addicted, they're a kind of, uh, I kind of mix in uh, addiction to social media and things. All right. Okay, people often say this of the Italians. <laughs> people often say this of Italians and Americans. And let me tell you something. Um, Spain's not the most innocent country in the world for this. You go to a restaurant, can't have a conversation. <laughs> Why is that, Natch? They speak too loud. They're too loud. Well done. <laughs> These teenagers being all loud. They speak loudly. Well done, Coco. Um, but they aren't but they aren't mature. Of course they're immature. Exactly. Alright, next one. Oh god, this is the seventh most popular answer. And the hormones. They don't just make they don't just increase your sex drive, they do something else. That can be a nightmare for the parents of a teenager. Hmm. There's a special word for this. The, the, the continually changing nature. Or the change in emotional state. You know why we say this, Natch? They are moody. They are moody! Killing it, sir! <laughs> they are moody. Six of a hundred humans said that. Seems like we are all fans of Gen Zers. They are how we would have wanted to be, says the bridge. Yeah, I love Gen Zers. I love Gen Zers. Okay, there's only one more. I want everyone to try and get this one. I'm not going to make it too easy. Here we go. Um. Okay, if your education system has failed you or you're just not going to school... You might be considered this. If you have, you know, uninformed opinions, people might um, might accuse you of being this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Both sides of the political aisle think the other person is this. The other side is this. Ooh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I think the chat, I can hear them clicking at home. What do you think it is, Natch? I don't know. They are biased. Biased? No, not quite. More like, um, you know, if you don't... Some would say, Richard Vaughn would say, if you don't read enough, if you haven't read enough, you are this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dumb? <laughs> I don't know. Um, dumb. I mean, Illiterate. Yeah, illiterate, dumb, as about unintelligent. 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 Well done. <laughs> the bridge took those clues and said extremist. <laughs> yeah. These Gen Z are so extremists. All right, there you go. That's, uh, that's the list, my friends. Well done, well done. Okay, so let's go through them right now. I asked 100 humans to name a stereotype about teenagers that is often untrue. Name a stereotype. Nombra un estereotipo sobre los adolescentes que suele ser falso. I asked them that question, and here are the top seven answers. In position number seven. Moody. Moody. Mal humorado, would you say? Malumorano? Oh! Yes, well, yes, no. More or less. Uh, le cambia el humor mucho. Ah, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not. Ah, okay, I get you. I get you. Malumorado is grumpy. Always in the. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, in position number six is immature. Inmaduro. Immature. In position number five with nine of a hundred humans, we had unintelligent. Poco inteligente. Unintelligent. In position number four, we had loud. Loud is not just about the tone of your voice. It's just you can be a loud person. Play your music too loud, things like that. Um, ruidoso. Ruidoso. In position number three, with 20 of 100 humans was bad manners. Malos modales, would you say bad manners? Ooh, natural fire to me. Yeah, the third coffee is kicking in. I'm at the sweet spot right now, my friend. <laughs> Okay, tech addicted. Um, addictido, uh, addictidos a la tecnología. Yeah. Addictos. Addictos. Addictos a la tecnología. And finally, in position number one, with 23 of 100 humans, was irresponsible. Irresponsable. Or would it be irrespon- irresponsable? Because it's two R's, right, Natch? Right, Natch? Nivelazo. <laughs> Oh, all right, friends, let's move on to today's Complete the News. Complete the News! This is Complete the News. It's not only our final section for today, it's our final section for the week. Thank you so much to the live audience joining me right here. Twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. Let's get this done. It's the audience versus the oracle. Let's see who wins today. Okay. Um, first piece of news. I'm going to give you a news headline, un titular, but I'm going to leave out some important information. If you're in the chat, this is the good news. All you have to write is A, B, or C to complete the news. Here we go. If you've never played this before, you'll get how it works. Helicopters flying in Australia are making crocodiles blank. <laughs> Helicopters flying in Australia are making crocodiles blank. Los helicópteros que vuelan en Australia blank a los cocodrilos. Is it A. Sleepy? Is it B. 
horny or is it C, depressed? <laughs> One of these is true and two of these have been um, created by my, um, by my sick mind. <laughs> so I'll leave it up to you. So helicopters flying in Australia are making crocodiles blank. Is it A, sleepy, B, horny or C, depressed? Um, sleepy, sleepy, how do you say? How do you say? It's difficult. Somnoliento. Somnoliento. Thank you, thank you. Horny is cachondo. Yes. <laughs> Depressed is deprimido. Okay. <laughs> you slipped an extra T-I in there. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Bridge. Sorry, sorry. My Spanish, although um, although we're in the top 100 of Spain's comedy podcasts, meaning that I am officially bilingual. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my, my brain is trouble, having trouble keeping up. <laughs> A, B, or C. Sleepy, horny, or depressed. What do you think, Natch? Sleepy. You think sleepy, A. Somnoliento. Somnoliento. The chat is saying B. Horny. Um, cachondo. Let's see. Okay, we go. Helicopters flying in Australia are making crocodiles. The answer is B. Horny. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> this piece of news requires further explanation. <laughs> the article from Outkick discusses an unusual phenomenon in Queensland, Australia, where mating season for crocodiles has started earlier than usual, seemingly triggered by helicopter activity. There you go. Helicopters in Australia making crocodiles horny. Let's get into the, let's try and do the final one. A missing pig. Um, un el cerdo desaparecido. A missing pig named Blank is reunited with its owners after help from Blank. Okay, it's the same answer in both places. So the pig is obviously named after someone. Missing pig named Blank is reunited with its owners after help from Blank. So what's the pig's name? Is it A, Peter Porker? Peter Porker. It's a character in Marvel, a pig version of Spider-Man. Peter Porker. Is it B, John Hamm? John Hamm, the actor from uh, from Mad Men. <laughs> or is it C, Kevin Bacon? <laughs> C, Kevin Bacon. Missing pig named Blank is reunited with its owner after help from Blank. Is its name A, Peter Porker, B, John Hamm, or C, Kevin Bacon. Ooh, it's a three-way tie in the chat. Three-way tie. What do you think, Natch? I don't know. John Hamm. You think B, John Hamm. Oof. It's a three-way tie in the chat. If we add your answer to the chat, John Hamm becomes, um, becomes the global answer. Do I beat you twice today, Natch, on a Friday, on this special Friday? Let's see. Okay, missing pig named. The answer is C, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> See, I didn't lie. It was a good one today. A family in Cumberland Township, Pennsylvania, was joyfully reunited with their runaway pig, Kevin Bacon, thanks to assistance from the actor, 
Kevin Bacon. Guys, all the links from the show today will appear in my Patreon in just a few hours, guys. Thank you so much. And thank you for your support on there. A big hug, kiss, and a nibble of the ear to my amazing podcast listeners. Seems to be more and more of you every day, every week. Um, If you are a podcast listener, do not forget to rate the show and share it with your friends. Guys, thank you so much for being here and participating in the best part of my day every single day. Um, Guys, a lot of things you could have been doing this morning. Or this week, for that matter. But instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch, and it means the world. See you next time.